What's going on, my beautiful people? Another great day here inside the Black Actors Studio. Joining me today is a multi-talented comedian, actor, writer, and producer. You recently seen him on BET's Tales, Fox's Empire, Snowfall, and Netflix special, How to Act Black. Stay tuned. Tune into Black Hollywood Live, the world's first digital broadcast network devoted entirely to urban entertainment and pop culture. Tune in right now. Hey, hey, what's up, guys? We're welcoming the Black Actor Studio. Our guest today has made a mark for himself in Hollywood, not only on stage, but on the screen as well. He has worked with some of the biggest names in the industry, like Ice Cube, Cedric the Entertainer, the Wayne's Brothers, and you've seen him in Barbershop, Meet the Black, Scary Movie 4, and the list goes on. The Black Actor Studio is very proud to welcome D. Ray Davis. What, what, up, what up, man? I'm good. I'm great. <laughs> Thanks you, for you. You remind me of all the stuff I did. I forgot. <laughs> you be here for a while, man. You forget what you're doing. You right. Because you stay working all the time. Right. So it's good, to, sure. it's good to hear it sometimes. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm a huge fan. Been a fan for a while now. Thank you, Barber, man. Barbershop, man. Hilarious. That's you great. Because <laughs> I, I, I hate all my work. Man. Yeah. <laughs> no, like every actor does. I mean, Somebody after you get home, and after, no, after you get home, you watch. You right. wish, I always wish you could have redid something or did something different, read for a line sure. different. But yeah, man, I appreciate that. No, yeah, for sure. For Sure. So, um, talk. Let's. Talk, I want to talk about how to act black for a second. Yep. Um, what was that whole premise? Was that your idea to, to do that? Yeah, yeah. How yeah. to act black? Basically, um, I mean, not the title. I had about four or five different titles. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of times, you know, Netflix they they had their ideas as far as like um, how they want to not brand you, but how they want to present you first time coming out right. uh, to the their audiences because they know as a, a brand, Netflix knows what their their audiences because they have mm-hmm. so many different outlets where me coming from an urban side of comedy and uh, the right. old I don't say I'm old Hollywood but I, I always loved and enjoyed the old vibe of Hollywood and the films and the way the HBO specials and all those <laughs> when they have a whole different idea and when everything's streaming now mm-hmm. via even here um, they have a be- they have young people in there and people in there that's like they got it in there the, all the people that we used to tease in yeah. high school uh, about <laughs> paying attention to all the <laughs> the, the, the computer stuff and all that, those people are running the world now and they know right. what where to market you. So I'll say name-wise, I've always been a promoter of myself. I've always thought of uh, different things to drop and different... I always thought of myself, like, how would a rapper... Pre- um, create an album cover. Yeah, so I want yeah. everything to be an album cover. So I'm building this catalog of this, you know, Jay-Z-ism type thing when I'm nice. dropping it. So they just took what I said and that's how how to act black. That's you know, dope. see I took you in a whole circle for you no did. reason. <laughs> for no no yeah. reason and still got here. Yeah. We yeah. still got it. Still got here. Yeah, how to act black. Yeah. D Ray's idea, by the way. Yeah. That's dope. Well yeah, you I mean you have an old school vibe to you, obviously, you know, Death yeah. Comedy Jam, you know, you've been around. I call, for a I, 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 luckily I was right in the middle of both, man. I feel yeah. Yeah. Like I came in at a LeBron time where LeBron got because <laughs> LeBron got to play with Michael Jordan and he got right. to play with Kobe Knight plays with all the young yeah. you know cats. So I feel like I came in a perfect LeBron time. Well, I, I still understand what people mean when they say, you know, that ain't a real comedy. But I do understand that there's not many outlets where you have to you know create your own lanes. For a sure. lot of times, for sure. You know what I mean, I know because uh, it's construction everywhere. It is. <laughs> it's construction right. everywhere all the time in Hollywood. So you got to always create That's another for lane. Sure, man. Oh my god, <laughs> construction everywhere. Yeah, you got to figure and out. Another, we got to go to Waze sometimes. And people don't know how people don't know how to drive. Waze be taking you like back streets and, yeah, yeah. <laughs> up and down. So you got to figure Hollywood is just like traffic. You got to figure out how to navigate through everything and continuously, you know, right. stay relevant. And for it, sure, you know. for sure. So I like to start at the beginning. So where were you born? Uh, in a small island off of no, <laughs> Blue Island, well, in Chicago. <laughs> I was born in Chicago, man. I cannot. Uh, I want to say Cook County Hospital. Yeah, Cook, Cook County. County Hospital. I just looked at it not so long ago. I was nice. Born in Chicago. Well, I, I just want to say to my viewers, this is not a coincidence. I mean, this is just coincidence. I don't plan this. That you like my third guest from Chicago. It's good. Though. A lot I'm of people from, from Chicago, Chicago, man. We're ambitious. I mean, we, we get out here. Yeah, exactly. We just talented people. What can we say? <laughs> so, what is your? What was your father's profession? My father, uh, my father was in the Marines, and then he uh, he did a lot of stuff, man. I can't really pinpoint nothing really, but he's more like one of those city worker guys. He's really hands on. Right, he could do just about anything from building houses to cars. Um, he has that. I don't have that. <laughs> uh, his best profession was making kids. He made a lot of those. Uh, so I got all the brothers and sisters. <laughs> How many uh, brothers and sisters? Yeah, uh, there were twelve of us. There are eleven wow. still. Yeah. Wow. 
Yeah, one of my brothers decided to take the easy route out. So I advise <laughs> anybody out there thinking about that, wow. that um, talk to your family, talk to your brothers. There's, yeah. no, there's no depression deeper than not being here to express your depression. Right. That's, so, that's true. That, um, speaking of that, did, were you a fan of uh, 13 Reasons Why? Did you watch that? I, that I, I did, man, because, you know, it, it revolved around kids. Anything that revolves around kids making adult decisions always scares me. Mm. Uh, if it's not funny or, like, scary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then if it's, like, anything with any, uh, I mean, because, like, uh, man, it's hard. Like, I like going to, I would like to go to more hospitals and visit more kids, but I'm always scared that these people have, are living such a short and short life. Right. And they're so much smarter than me. And it's so scary to walk here. Trying, we're trying to make these kids happy and make them. And they're like, they're talking to you like, I'm gonna be okay. Yeah. I'm strong. Yeah. This is what I'm going. And you're like, and it makes you feel like, man, I'm not living my life right. Right, right. Because <laughs> I was, I was given a chance to live longer, exactly. and here I am messing it up. You know, not getting up early, and, and you know, saying oh, I'm a yawn today all day. You know, yeah. so yeah, definitely some self. So moments like that. So yeah, sure. yeah. But I, I, so I didn't watch Thirteen Reasons. I didn't. But I, I'm, I'm also a real big sci-fi crazy guy like oh, that. Oh yeah, so, yeah. Okay. All right. So, uh, what was what your uh, your mom's? What was your relationship with your mom like? Uh, relationship is always it's, it's crazy with the moms because I don't want to say that. Uh, like on stage, I always make fun of her because she had you know you mm-hmm. know she not make fun of, her, but I, I, I speak on the fact that she had drug problems back in the day and right. you know. But that all was inspirational to me because. A lot of people say you are your parents, and we do become them. Like as far as being mean, I'm not the nicest guy all the time walking mm-hmm. around, but I also got a lot on my mind most right, of the time. Right, right. I'm also trying to think of ways where my kids' kids can be surviving, and a lot of people don't think about that. Right. So when they're walking around, as I like to call freelancing life, and just like, oh, what's wrong with him? You're a comedian. You're supposed to be funny all the time. It's not true. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's like me walking up to McDonald's worker. You've been working all day and telling you go make me a burger. Right. You're not into it. You right. know, I have a lot of friends who are masseuses. I ask them to rub my hand. They're like, hey, I've been working all day. <laughs> So you don't have that mentality um, all the time, although I would like to brighten my days with speaking to more family about yeah. positive stuff. But my mom had this, uh, she always had this cloud over her, this beautiful woman, but she always had this cloud over her that was like, um, I should be doing this, I should be doing that, but not taking the steps toward doing those things. Gotcha. And she didn't come from a very encouraging um, father, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. her mother died when she was, I think my mom had to be maybe 20 Maybe twenty three. So still, you know, you need your your mom is strong with with women, especially in that era. Yeah, during that for time, sure, for sure. And um, she died of leukemia, and my mom was just—I know she was really hurt by it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So, I'll, I'll say some of the decisions she made as far as looking for a man um, took her down some paths that she prefer had not. You know what I mean? Right. Because it ended up involving your kids. Because we say we're a package deal until something like that is happening, and the kids don't want to be part of the package. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel so. It. But I think as far as strength goes, I wouldn't be who I am if it wasn't for her. For if sure. Ruby wouldn't have did what she did or taught me, or I wouldn't be. Sometimes this mean has kept me protected from situations like um, molestation by men, or mm. my, my sometimes my lack of trust in certain situations with money might not be the. My friends are like, you don't trust me, and I'm like I don't trust nobody. <laughs> I can always say, see, I get to bring that nobody into it. You know, yeah, if you had yeah. a cousin or family steal from you, you'd be like I don't trust nobody. So I like that she instilled that in me, and and. It enabled me to find my own perspective on things like finding people to trust and um, re- the realization that she, she would have friends around her that she would always call her. My, my sister's like my sister. And she asked us, I was like, what, what does this mean? That we think just because we're born into a family, we have to, we have to be family members mm-hmm. with them when you can create your own family. You can create your own happiness, yeah. create your own people around you. Right. You know, so. How does that trust uh, aspect, how, how did that um, hinder you or help you in the Hollywood scene? Because, I mean... When I first got here, it didn't help a lot because yeah. you like, Asian, we don't give you right. 10% for <laughs> I got a cousin named Moo Moo, make that a come. You know, you, you, <laughs> your trust level, people telling you what you should and shouldn't do. I was always against the grain, which helped me comedically on stage because... You know, nobody was doing that. Right. right? Nobody was, I mean, people were against the, like, they, they would say odd things, but nobody was, like, totally against the grain as far as, like, I, heard, I hear you coaching, and I had big actors telling me. I had, like, at the time, Dwayne Martins and those guys were trying to, like, you're going to be a lead actor? And I'm like, yo, I'm going to be what I want to be. Like, it was like, even, <laughs> even the positive stuff sounded like somebody forcing me to do something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'll say it, it, it helped because it gave me a, a place I can go and be alone and talk to myself. The lack of trust makes you only trust yourself, which means you, you're basing all of your decisions on your own. I had nobody to blame. Mm, See, I had nobody to blame. Right. But as far as the way Hollywood works, you have to trust people. You have to trust your makeup people. You have to trust your agent. You have to trust, um, 
have to trust your assistant to drive money to the bank. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, and she's not going to take $100 or, right. or say she got robbed, man. So you have to, um, at some point, come to some kind of agreement with yourself, you know? Yeah, for sure. Some kind of like, you know, just some kind of barter system where you like, you give a little bit and give a little bit of yeah. what you, yeah. Yeah, it's a give and take for sure. So one of your, uh, one of your brothers, uh, Steph Jones, uh-huh. right? So it's interesting, a small world. Garen. Yeah, Garen now. Now, goes, yeah, can't call <laughs> Garen Steph now. Jones no more. Yeah, ain't just Steph Jones no more. Uh, he was actually one of my coaches in transformational training. Oh, which good. Is, yeah, which is which Because I was crazy. his coach <laughs> yeah. in life training. In trust and, and all that, right? And smacking him around and all that, yeah. <laughs> That's dope. So um, uh, how was schooling for you? Did, did you start, like, really going into this um, this field and really getting drawn to it in school? Or what, what was it no. when you were coming up? <laughs> I'm going to say that... Uh, I think that all black people know we're good at something, but we can't pinpoint exactly what it is. Mm, um, man. We can't pinpoint it. So we have all these ideas in our head. We see somebody sing it. We can sing a little bit. And our parents don't, don't <laughs> they don't help. They, like, hear you humming something. They be like, oh, he's going to be a singer. <laughs> um, so I never had that, but my, I always knew it was something. Like, I loved gymnastics when I was young. I wrestled oh, okay. uh, for a long time. I um I thought I could sing, you know what I mean? When it comes to you, hear another kid singing in school and um, rap. I loved. I always made music of some of some oh, sort, yeah? you know. Without okay. wanting to take the classes, I would say that my um, my passion for performing was more to be the the uh, the cool one at the family reunions. Mm. Well, not family reunions. We never had. To, I would say more at the family functions, family like to be yeah, to make yeah. more of my aunties laugh and to be the silly guy and to be you know we all everybody has sing off, dance off against their cousin oh, friends. Oh, of course. So, but that was. So I would say that was what um, inspired some of it, but I never was into it. I was always into the the, the background of how is the money created mm. from the paper to the this to and and how do I make more money to make more business for more opportunities for people. Mm. So people would not, and I did this, so people wouldn't ask me for money all the time. <laughs> I said, how do I like when people come tell me how successful they are? By the way, all my friends, you come tell me you booked this movie or you doing that. I am one of the super so happy, never bitter. I'm always like, good you did that. Yeah, yeah. I know what I can do better. Mm-hmm. I know if we go on stage and you go on stage, I know where I'm feeling my confidence at. But I'm never mad at somebody for the path that God gave them right. or, or whatever your higher being is or your willingness to do the hard work mm-hmm. that goes behind it. Because a lot for of times sure. I'm lazy. You know what I mean? Because I think talent talks for me sometimes. Mm-hmm. And sometimes talent is quiet. And you got to speak up with work. With work, yeah. I so I like to say that I, I felt like not in school I wasn't inspired to like be this, like no, there was never a star moment. I, I would go to watch the actors, uh, and I'd be like, this is whack at the plays. <laughs> like, oh, look, he got to remember his lines, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, look at this comedian trying to be funny. But I've never seen comedy on TV. First time I saw it was live, and that's when it was like, oh, this is something I could do. Okay. I talked Talk smack to my cousins all the time. Talk crazy. I'm, right, I'm really right. good at roasting. This is easy. Right. You know what I mean? So Okay, so what, what was something that you saw on TV? Or was there any shows that you no. liked to watch? My uncle was a bartender. My uncle was a bartender at a comedy club. Um, the only thing I saw on TV that inspired me to really want to be in the business was Five Heartbeats. Because mm. <laughs> I saw how they, how they slept. I saw how they lived. And I was Five like, oh, Heartbeat. and the wow. story itself got to me. But... Leon Robinson. Yeah. <laughs> Dope. Yeah. But I like I liked uh I saw, I saw the uh comedy show. I walked in and I saw a comedian performer. His name was Shay Shay. And he had the audience mesmerized. And I stood back there with my arms folded and I said, I could do this. Just mm-hmm. like that. Without even I can go on stage. Mm-hmm. Cause I never really had a, I never had butterflies and stuff like that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Never. Like that's the one thing I felt like maybe I don't know, people would think I was crazy, but I would like walk down the street and I'd be rapping. I'm like kind of guy like if you see me at Runyon, I'm like, I'm, <laughs> I don't care who I don't care who watching type thing. I don't know. Like I, I never cared who was watching. I, I never I always like if they did, I was like, all right, then you missing out on like right, right, whatever right. fun. Okay. Only time I'm cool is when I'm thinking, and when I'm thinking, I'm mostly in loud places, so you don't know I'm thinking. Gotcha. I'm in a club every night. I'm like looking around. You thinking of where well, I should be dancing? <laughs> That's what I'm like. Hmm. Club movie. Club this. That. Oh, look at that shirt. Who made that? Who created that? Where'd that come from? Wow. So, just, yeah. just thinking. Going all out. over the damn place, like I am right now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> During this. So, were there any um, any other the the greats that you liked, like Richard Pryor, Bill Cosby, uh, you know, Bernie Mac? Um, 
Anytime you make a decision to get into something and you want to you want to be good at it, mm-hmm. you got to watch it. You got to watch who you thought was great at right. it. Right. And you don't have to take all of their because uh, I, I like to say this to the young comics coming over, you young Instagram comics. You don't have to take all of someone's swag, or all of their just the bits and pieces that. Like in school, you go to school to learn. You they write it on a chalkboard, but you don't remember everything you learn. You remember the important pieces that's going to build the person you're becoming. So, I think I watched Richard, and I would I would just watch him, and I watched the comics. I felt like had a little bit in common with me, mm-hmm. but um, I was I never really idolized anybody gotcha. because I didn't want to idolize them to the point where I tr- started to act like them. Mm, yeah, because that sure. happens a lot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then you get interviewed and you're like I'm the best that did it and then you're like no you're not Kobe and uh, <laughs> I'm kidding I'm the best I'm just joking I'm, right, I'm Kobe, playing, come on now. I'm playing Kobe you did say Kobe, you did say Kobe and then Michael and then Kobe now I'm from Chicago so right, Kobe. LA no LA was like about time like, right. he was like you right Kobe do your thing um, but no I'm saying I don't want to say like I know how good I am and I do have that mentality as far as like uh, the Kobe mentality was like I do feel like if I went on stage during those people times and I had this type of thought uh-huh. process, I would be good. But you don't know that. Right. Um, um, Ali don't. I mean, Ali and Tyson. Tyson would say Ali was the best. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's not yeah, going. Yeah. He, and he's a monstrous boxer. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He was a whole different kind of beast. For sure. For sure. So you can't just say that. But I, I would watch all those greats, man. You got um, Red Fox and the swag yeah, people have. Red the, Fox. So. To, to work but not work as hard. But to still have the art of maintaining an audience like a Martin Lawrence. Right. To still deliver a whole show and um, put some of your your uh, intimate moments in it, like a John Leguizano. Mm. John Leguizano. Like when he did a yeah. special, it wasn't all funny. There was 10 minutes where you was like, yo, you sat back. Like, nah, he didn't. Right. Because he was delivering this one-man show <laughs> of sincerity. Yeah. So I just watched all those arts and... Um, for people that always think like, yeah, I can't lie, I'm very good at freestyling. I'm very good, but mm-hmm. it is a muscle. It is for sure. No yeah. matter what you sit, if I sit down like and I stop thinking the way I think all the time, it's, it slows down. Mm-hmm. And no improv class was fast enough. No. Or, or I wasn't, um, and I, I'm not telling people not to go there because I wasn't inclined enough growing. Up. I wasn't given the moments where. The kind of things they talked about in the improv class matched mine. Gotcha. Because there's not many real. There's no like you go to Second City, which is great, and you go all these places out here, which are great. But there's no improv class for black people other than what Nick gave on Wildin' Out. Mm. He would bring that stuff over there and then make it black, right? Or right. make it urban, or make it more understandable to the hood people. And that's why Wild Now is so successful. For sure. Because I didn't, you know, you're not gonna sit around and be like play Freeze, which is a, a improv class, and we're talking about teacups and. Crumpets, where you know, uh, well, I'm, I'm mixing right. drugs, and you know, <laughs> there's no black, but the, and even in Hollywood, there's no all black every week get strong class mm-hmm. for what we do, right? So, somebody could be the next Tiffany Haddish who have that 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 improv or that Kevin Hart mm-hmm. improv in a, a scene, right? You wonder how they think of this, right? All those other people, and now I'm not saying others, I'm saying other people practice together all the time. So, when they work together in a, in a setting, it's five comedic actors. White actors who are blowing it up. You're like sitting there, like, oh, damn, that's funny. Oh, he came funny. He came funny. Not us. It's one star in the middle. Right. Yeah. One funny black guy, one funny white yeah. guy. <laughs> one funny. Is, that's why movies like Harlem Nights was so strong. Man. Because they all got together and was like, oh, snap. They sat at the table read. I don't even know what that was like. That's one of my favorites. And man. when they got the freestyle in the room with cursing each other out and, and you got Richard and Eddie and, right. come on, man, and, and Red Fox. Red Fox. And, like, Arsenio, everyone. Wow. Even the cameos. Yeah, the, yeah. Come on, man. Like, that's when you know, and that's been a minute since you've seen one of those. That, yeah, it has been. We need to bring something like that back for sure. <laughs> a, few maybe, them, maybe a, a few of them. A few of them. Produce it. Write it. But, <laughs> what, is, uh, what was your thoughts about, like, the, the whole thing with uh, Bill Cosby and uh, now that you mentioned Kevin Hart with his uh, tweets and stuff? Um, I think that, okay, this is what I think about Bill. I think that there, if you loved black comedy off, you loved artistry of anything that was moving during that time, mm. you were disappointed. Yeah. You know? I was disappointed more than I was upset. Mm. And it's not my job to be upset because it didn't happen to me. Mm-hmm. People love to get upset about things that happen to me. It's your job to be disappointed and want to do something about it. Because if you were to put somebody in that position, mom, great aunt, and it happened to them, you would believe them. Man. 
You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true, yeah. Black people have to do something to you for you not to believe them. Your auntie would have, if your auntie come over and she steals something out your house and then she says, Bill did this, you'd be like, nah, he ain't do it. Because remember you stole my socks? <laughs> right, so right, mild. Right. right. But I, I'm disappointed, but we also say let's believe in the judicial system, but we've all been twisting a turn by the judicial system. Mm-hmm. Timing is a weird thing, man, because it happened during a time where we got a president who's not exactly speaking for us at all. Right. And then they're tearing down all the people that probably can get close enough to him to speak. Mm, yeah. He listened. He, Bill Cosby's around. Bill would have went and talked to the president, maybe not directly for what we want to hear, but it would have been a little different than, you know what I mean? For sure. Because sure. we roasted Steve. Yeah. I don't know what Steve said in the oh, room. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And Steve's a very outgoing person. I don't know what Steve said in the room. Steve ain't scared of Trump. I know that. Mm-hmm. And yeah. they didn't openly talk about it, but we was like, oh, he meet with the president and all that. But we got people that, that he's, um, he won't speak with that could speak for us because they're too strong and, and like, the T.I.s. Yeah. Too powerful. He already too spoke powerful. his mind, so now we can't, now he can't talk. You can't go back from him. He yeah. can't go back from where it's right. at, but we need that. You know what I mean? Right. So the Bill Cosby, I just was disappointed, man. I was disappointed. And, and however it went down or whatever happened from the moment it happened, and upset that people need people around. People need... Um, that we that we got to be coached for everything now. I don't think Kevin meant anything malicious. I don't think if you come here and call me a a light skinned little teeth dude, whatever light skinned ugly green eyed. I don't think oh, I don't think a thousand green eyed people are gonna be outside saying, "Would well, well, you know green eyes go blind quicker than any mm. other eye?" You know, <laughs> these are real facts. <laughs> these are facts. But if I want to start a movement, I can yeah. start a movement. Start a movement. Anything. Me too. Yeah, movement I don't, I, coming out. I don't. Yeah. I don't like that we can't say. I don't like. Um, well, it can't say I don't like it. It's just it's caught in the middle, man. When it was little, you say somebody throw like a girl. And they had a whole commercial saying, you can't say that. Right, right. But girls will say in a minute, I'm stronger than a, a dude. Mm-hmm. And, and dudes, you don't see no guy stand up like, like wait a minute. hey, man, <laughs> that's, that's the great to. <laughs> so once again, it takes it back to don't say nothing about her because a girl. If a girl says I'm strong like a man, but if you see a man and a woman fighting, you're going to take the girl's side immediately. Mm-hmm. And it may be a, a Layla Ali. Yeah, you gonna try to help, and you get socked. You try to help her, and she, you know, she whooping on her dude for something he did. So you just don't know, man. Right, Kevin yeah. thing was different because they just want to pull, man. They yeah, just, I just feel like yeah. If somebody sitting at home with nothing to do, if you had something to do all day, you wouldn't search up nobody's old tweets, man. Exactly. You know right. what I'm saying? And then people can change too. Like it's it's like change from thing. what. Same That's person. how Kevin Kevin's thought process has not changed. Kevin's yeah. wording of wording, the thought process yeah. has changed. Right, people, he can't if he changed too much. He's not going to be who, who, who we he love. Is. You yeah. know what I mean? Right. Exactly. I just happened to fall on the side. Of, I said something which I thought was funny a few times, and I, I've said things on stage and I've done um, shows that I can't do now. Mm-hmm. But it's what it is. Yeah. Think times do change. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And we can't be mad at times changing because we want times to change for other things. Yeah. That's true. So, so which one you want? You're like, oh man, I can't, I can't even say this no more. Time didn't change, and they, but you want time to change. Like you want, I want black people to do this. I want black people to do. It. I want da da da. I want Gucci to not to post. Man, the person who put that sweater out, I don't care what nobody say. I saw what the sweater was. Mm-hmm. To black people, when you look at something and you're upset about something else, it's gonna look like the thing you're upset about. Oh yeah. What oh, yeah. I saw when I first saw it was a red. I saw a red lipstick. Mm-hmm. Which I saw on a lot of things lately, but I didn't. I see. I, I seen a picture of it on a wall, and I didn't think it was blackface. Mm. And until somebody said, "Yo, you need to look at this, look at it," and I tried to do a history of it, I didn't see nothing else that, that came from that. And it wasn't until um, Mayweather said, "Do you, I didn't know this either? You know that company owns this company and that company and that company? We say we, we boycotting all of them." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Oh man." I don't want to throw away my stuff. <laughs> I just, I just thought being able to afford this other stuff. I got to throw everything away. Yeah, T.I. said, nope, we can throw it all away. And, burn, I, I, and, I'm down, stuff. And, and trust me, I'm down for supporting black black owned um, businesses because I've bought the shirts, yeah. I've bought the pants, but I need the names to be right. right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need the names to have something. I'm not buying your YOLO clothes because you only live. I'm not buying that. <laughs> That's for me to wear to the beach one time. Because <laughs> YOLO, you're living one. I mean, I'm living wild and I'm not. Right, right. Or at least say it in a different language. Go to an ancient African language and, and make names the way that other people do. Make the quality up mm-hmm. to par. Yeah, the quality's got to be The quality up sure. to par. Right. And don't, like, like Kanye makes his clothes and then we talked about them. 
<laughs> he made true. his clothes. They said, oh, you look like homeless clothes. Yeah, yeah. But then when they were making used jeans back in the day with holes in them, we was buying them up. Right. That's true. Damaged clothes. Remember damaged? Damage, damaged jeans. Damaged jeans. We <laughs> bought them up. My mom was like, what? what why are Kanye you doing do it. This? See, I joke about it because I'm a comedian. I live on both sides. But I, I would rock the stuff. I got Yeezys yeah. at home. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? I hear you. So when you, uh, some of your first work, right? Getting diving into these characters and how do you prepare for for a character, and on set and offset? Hmm. <clears throat> offset, that's Cardi B, man. So I'm, <laughs> I'm kidding. No. Uh, that's Cardi B. So. <laughs> I don't prepare for nothing. No offset. You know what I'm saying? Uh, no. I would say that com- comedians, we always preparing without knowing it. Mm-hmm. We go on stage, we perform all these characters, we do all these characters, then we get a role, and we go, oh, this character fits that. Mm. Like rappers write raps all the time, and sometimes that rap don't make that song. Right. And they'll have that record, and they'll put that, that, those lyrics on another beat. Uh, okay. So basically the script is the, the beat, and our characters are the, the lyrics. Right, right. So I would take my character and combo it with something. Like it will say, uncle who does this, and I could have been doing a cousin, so now I'll take a little... You know what I'm saying? A little piece of my, yeah, yeah, yeah. my uncle. And that's when you create this uh, this artist, this, this gumbo for uh-huh. the character. And you're like, oh, this is what this is going to be like. This is what this mix is going to be. Right. You know what I mean? Right, right. So this was this this celebrity. This what this what I'm going to create this guy to be in this. In this. This who this 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 is gonna be this celebrity in this moment. Gotcha. When you when you want him to be. Right. Because every right. time I do a character, I want that guy to be the celebrity in that moment. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, whether I'm acting you. as a homeless person, act like it's bum, I want him to be the star of that moment. Yeah, so that's how I create my characters. I don't know what everybody else do, but oh, that's dope. Uh, how was it stepping into Hollywood for you in the beginning? Because you know, you started obviously in comedy, but was it was it hard for you getting hitting the ground running when you came from Chicago? How did, I got, how did that work? I got really uh, <laughs> people hate when I said it's really lucky, but blessed. And I was started out on fire. Mm-hmm. One of the only people that did what I did. Nobody else from Chicago did comedy six months and won laugh riots. Nobody, right. nobody to this day. Yeah. Nobody did comedy three months and won the Miller. Nobody, nobody was doing for second place in Miller, but still in that case because Cedric Tain had won the Miller. Um, right. Oh, big name people been doing it for years, but I just hit it being silly and funny and mm-hmm. hood. Got here the same day I got um, my TV deal. I won the laugh riots that same yeah. day. So I got my deal in the morning, won the laugh riots that night. Because nice. when I left, I walked out of ABC. I said, it'd be crazy if I won that contest tonight, too. And <laughs> won that, too. Didn't have a car problem. I won a car. Wow. So I took the money from my deal. I took my, which I wish I wouldn't have done at that time. <laughs> Save your money, people. <laughs> I won a Volkswagen Beetle, or, yeah, a bug. And that's when everybody was driving them. Right, I took right. the bug, and it was next to the Lexus dealership. I said, put that money on that car, <laughs> which was stupid. <laughs> but no, so I kind I, I of had it. My, my rough time came um, when I decided I just wanted to do acting. Mm. And I was like, I'm so good at comedy already. You know, it's in my mind. I'm good. And then Kevin Hart is like, you need to tour, man. That's how we survive. I'm right, like, get your sure. Lord. Sure. What you talking about? <laughs> I'm an actor. I did, I did four movies back to back. <laughs> and the money didn't, you know, you... Spend money, you got you got things to pay, people you know what I'm saying? You got bills, you got taxes, you got right. stuff you need to put up. And there's nobody once again who comes and talks to us the way they talk to the NBA players and say, When you get this check, and I and I take this back, I, I mean I'll not take that back because I did have one person talk to me, but it was Flex mm. who sat down and told me he bought a half a million dollar car when he first got his deal. And instead of me looking at him, he said, Don't do that. Put your money up. Save your money. And all I heard was half a million dollar car. <laughs> <laughs> All I heard was, man, my deal must have been lower than that. How you get that? <laughs> and I was like, I'm buying a half million dollar car. <laughs> so, but we do need somebody to sit down and consistently speak to us about what we need to put our money at and, and just sure, invest in sure. the stuff like that. Right, right. If somebody first get a deal, I mean, they do it with kid actors now because the parents are spending all the money. But if somebody get a big deal at first, why not put a portion of your money at? Why not part of your contract be you have to take 10? Because we had so many actors run back down here um, or not do well or health-wise they need this. We have to take 10% of your money, like you have to take 10% of your money, give it to your agent, have to take certain mm-hmm. money for lawyers. We have to take 10% of your money and put it up. So right. when you come here and say, I don't have no money no more, it's already put up. Instead of waiting right. to the end when you're getting older 
and you 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 know you get sick in the middle sometimes. Yeah. Not just always when you when older. you know right exactly. So, and and um, but basically, I, I hit the ground running, but I was prepared. I hit the ground running, but I had Nikes on. You know, as far as, as, far as my <laughs> mind, it, right? as far as what I thought I was going to do. Right, you know right, I mean? right. But you, you never know when you hit the ground running how many uh, different trails it is, how many shortcuts you got to take. You know, what sure, if your feet gonna sure. hurt, you are gonna stop and have to get a foot rub. <laughs> and so you don't have, let your don't let your toenails grow too long. You know, scratch <laughs> scratch your shoes apart. Yeah, you have a, a daughter as well, right? Yes, I have two so, daughters. Two daughters. I'm sorry. So uh, how is how's uh, being there for your daughters and the relationship with your daughters uh, do, doing this, pursuing this well, career thank, and all that? Thank God we have FaceTime. Yeah, because you can't go out and really, really force all your dreams and do that at the same time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's why the decision making when you have a kid, you got to make sure you do have the time. But you do. It, it, you, I'm the stronghold in a lot of situations. So when something's not going exactly how my child's mother wants it to, and her husband, who's a great guy, they are they are great together as mm-hmm. far as helping with Brooke. My other child's mother is is great. She's um, she pays attention to my daughter and she don't she don't bother me you know what i mean right, like right. they think about things that they know they can handle yeah they're like both of them kind of like a have the strength that the our mamas had at old strength. Yeah. It ain't the he out here with all these all in the car. Um, <laughs> even if they have their moments, we talk about them because it might not have been what you thought it was. For sure. And yeah. let me show you a little bit of behind the scenes. Yeah. So now maybe you'll look at me differently. The same way you want me to look at you differently. If I see you twerking and your girlfriend only posts you twerking and I'm like, where's my daughter at? And I looked and you showed me the whole video and she to the side saying, My daughter next you gonna get it. Nah. I'm like, it's it's moments like that, you'd be like, Oh, you're dancing with the kid. Right, you just right. don't see the whole picture all the time. Right. So I'll say being there for them the way you want to be. If I had a nine to five, is not that. But this isn't a nine to five, and I'm also not giving them nine to, a nine to five lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So yeah, nine to five lifestyle true. would that's be true. different. I'm giving them, a, you know, right. five to nine <laughs> lifestyle. You know, I'm giving them <laughs> five to nine. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm doing that. Well, I'm not. See, I'm not paying off colleges. You know what I mean? Hey. Uh, I ain't paying off colleges to, to send my kids, but. I'm making sure that they will be able to go to college of their choice, whether smart or not. Right. Can you if, imagine if accepted? Can you imagine if black if a black person got caught doing that? I, you know, I, they keep saying get caught when I'm really not even upset with them. I'm, I, I might sound bad saying it, but you work hard in your life to be able to do things different for your kids. Yeah. If I make enough money to helicopter my kid to school and your kid can't helicopter, your kid can't. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry about this it. This is the way it goes. Right, right. Because there's a lot of things I see Diddy do. I want to be one of Diddy's sons. Hey. <laughs> right? Yeah, man. Like, can you adopt me, Diddy? Yeah, and I feel like, man, you can't do you can't do that stuff, though. You can't you can't mad at that woman for putting for investing in the school. She wants her daughter to go to school. Her daughter, in her mind... These these women they're, they're, or men or whatever, their kids could have not been that smart in their mind. Mm-hmm. And they're like, damn, maybe they'll fix it when they get to college. Right. So you're going to not accept. I'm going to not do whatever it takes to get my kids accepted. Right, right, but, right. But we promise to do whatever it takes to make our kids happy. Yeah. And you know how the media just flips it on it. Oh, you're paying them off and all that stuff. They you got are. the money. You know how much money it could take? You know how many... <laughs> You know what they wish they would have spent the money on? <laughs> right. So I want to, before I get into some of your, uh, your credits, which are amazing, for one, but um, I want to know, is there any, like, personal demons or challenges that you find uh, yourself going through during this journey? Yeah, all the time, man. Yeah. Uh, years ago, I was doing, I do comedy, and, and Bernie Mac was there, and he saw me out, and he said, what are you doing? He said, so I'm out partying. He's like, you, you should be, you know, um, I only seen him, him three times, like mm-hmm. total conversation-wise. Right. He said, you going to be a club guy or you a comedian? Mm. And I said, both. He said, you can't do both. <laughs> <laughs> and being younger, you see yourself do both. Yeah, uh, yeah. But as you get older, you're like, man, I am doing both a lot. You know what right. I'm saying? Y'all don't need to be waking up noon. So I say my demon is I go out and I, I know that's when I'm most creative because mm-hmm. I am more creative on stage than comedians who don't go to clubs as far as talking about everyday life in clubs. Right. Like when I see a comedian talk about a club, like, man, he went out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you don't even go out like that. Get out of here. I ain't never seen you out. Uh-huh. I seen a friend of mine, um, uh, James Davis, is in the club that I host on Mondays out here. Yeah, yeah. And I seen James, and he came to talk to me. He said, yo, I'm out, D. He had a table full of comedians. He said, yo, I went in tonight. Spent 7000 And I said, all right, man, have fun. Turn up. He said, hey. Never doing it again. <laughs> well, I'm consistently not spending seven thousand, but I'm consistently in the clubs and living man. in that environment and watching. I've watched man. girls get young, girls get old. I've watched ball players go from being the man in the club to standing at the bar. I've seen everything. If I was to write a book about the club, and hopefully that 
that would be the one good that comes from it. But I'll say most of my demons come from uh, I push myself a lot. Or I deliver so many ideas in my mind that mm-hmm. I forget what they are and they keep getting pushed down. Mm. You know what I mean? Right, right. But as far as um, collectively, no, because I get the I get the therapy that we don't have as black people. That's another Life, thing. you don't get to lay on couches and talk about their problems. And if they do, they're embarrassed because exactly. they can't talk about everything. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right, right. So I get the chance to go on stage and be uh, my own therapist by saying it out loud to people who laugh at it, the things that I thought. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Watch people watch people become uh, lifeguards right. for the things I thought was going to make me drown. Mm. You know what I mean? Right. The I ideas see. I had in my mind that I thought were pulling me down, the weight I had, watch these people come out and enjoy it because they all going through the same thing and it just it tickled it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is sort of like just like getting a massage. I don't know if you get them or not, but they touch certain places and you laugh. Uh-huh. You're not ticklish there. Yeah. Your muscles so strained there. Right. So you laugh about it, and that's what it is. So I do fortunately get that outlet, and I understand. I feel bad for the, the comedians who um, have made a decision not to be around no more. Mm-hmm. I can only, and I'm not, I'm not saying this was right. Not with Robin Williams is the only thing that I would, I feel torn between because. The thing he loved doing the most, which was talking and delivering information, which he was one of the best that ever did it. Yeah. And I'm not saying it's just because like I, I worked with him and been around him. He's a machine. Yeah, and I was sure. around him, and he was so fast, because I'm fast. Mm-hmm. He was so fast, I was jealous. Mm. So I knew at that moment that, you know what I mean? Like, right. I, I was jealous. Right, it was like, right. it wasn't a, it was like, I'm happy, but I'm like, dang. Yeah. So when he couldn't do that no more, his thoughts were getting boggled, and he wasn't thinking clearly. I could see how that could make someone distraught. For sure. I could see how a person who runs track their entire life—that's what it feels like. He ran track his entire life. Legs were not being as strong as they were. Mm-hmm. When people only—you feel like people only respect you for that. Right. So I would tell people, you know, to find other outlets. Therefore, you don't live within your demons. Just find other outlets, places you go. I fortunately am a psychopath, so I could—I <laughs> I find places in my mind. Like, I always go to this waterfall in my mind. I'm always there. And <laughs> when I let people in, and it's real, this is real, by the way. People always ask me, like, what, I, what are my, some of my secrets? I never tell you this. But I go to this waterfall in my mind, and I'm just under this waterfall. And every now and then, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll like, I want to see my daughter run through here, my daughter run through there. She don't ask for nothing. She's not mm-hmm. hungry. Uh, <laughs> my mom will come in. She'll just smile every now and then. But she got to walk back out the waterfall. And I'm just in there by myself. And I could think of my... Everything in there, right. you know. So if you don't find a place to take yourself, I tell it to people: you don't have to always go on vacation. You can go without going. You can go on vacation in your mind. Yeah, yeah. that's dope. Um, so I want to get into wild now for just a second. He got out of your mind, right? <laughs> crazy, crazy, D-Ray crazy. Yeah, go on vacation in his mind. <laughs> Y'all got that right. Don't, 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 right, right. <laughs> so the only cut gonna be in vacation in my mind. Right. Hey, <laughs> all this is crazy. All this is crazy. I do want to take this time and uh, thank you all for watching. If you're watching this live right now, uh, we appreciate you. Also, thank yeah. you to uh, AfterBuzz TV and Black Hollywood Live, Maria Menunos, for allowing us to be here. Uh, I'm having a great time here. Thanks again for joining me, D-Ray. It's no, been thanks awesome. Um, so, yeah, I want to get to Wild and Out for just a second. What was one of your uh, your favorite moments in, <laughs> on Wild and Out? I always had good moments on Wild and Out. Wild and Out was always fun. Nick Cannon is one of the best producer, uh, smartest guys I know as far as just staying in his own lane uh-huh. and figuring things out. And I don't care what you say about him. He's rich. <laughs> right. Uh, I had a lot of great times on Wild and Out. Uh, but my, I'll say one of my favorite times was we were doing this improv game where we both had, I think we had a ball and they had a rope or something mm-hmm. like that. Or we had a hula hoop and they had a rope. And um, we're doing this improv game. And Nick, their team is killing us because mm. we got this hula hoop. Yeah. And they got the rope. And I said, you know what? No, no, Nick. Y'all got the easy one. You always set it up for yourself. That's why y'all got the rope. Let's switch right now and see if we can and see who come up with one then. Right. Give us the rope. You get the hula hoop. Uh, and no one's ever done that on TV. Ever. No one's ever done that at a taping. But because he respects me from yeah. our history and me being on there from the season one and all that, he said, cool, let's do it. Let's do it. We're going to start over right now. Started over, and they killed us again. <laughs> killed us again with the same with the same thing we just had. We was like, we, we ain't thinking that. What we ain't thinking that? And it just showed how dope it was. So that's one of my favorite moments because it was fun. It was real, and right. I talked smack and could not back it up. 
<laughs> and I was like, dang, like Nick was killing. So that showed how dope it is, man. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah that's that, that improv is amazing. Though. And when Cat Williams lit me up oh, with the man. line, and I was always good at my, my, I would always do something extra. Like people, I see people doing it now. I know people so. Like first of all, I'm the first person ever on Wilder now mm-hmm. to change my name on my shirt. Ah. Ever. Wow, okay. Ever. No, everybody had their same names, and I came out there one time, some on the back, like, Joke Master. Or something. <laughs> and then I, I did. I changed my name so many times that the stylists, they had to start ordering extra letters. They, and they started at so the beginning of the next scene, they was like, you only get this many letters, because everybody started changing their names. Uh, I invented that. You started that. I started that. You started I'll, that. <laughs> I also created the name um, R&B Beef. That was oh, my name. But I don't want to get to all that. <laughs> Nick, is, Nick is my friend. He's going to say he created everything. He's like, okay. I gave you about three potential baby mamas. So I don't want him to do that. For, but, um, yeah, babe, babe, speaking of baby mamas, right, I just want to touch for the... Uh, sorry, child's mother. The, the, you, you have a couple situation going on. Uh, you're two... Two girlfriends. You're nervous right? talking about it. No, I, I, I just want to know what to exactly call it. <laughs> a relationship? The relationship. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I mean I'm fascinated it. by it because, I mean, I think it's awesome. I don't know why people are because realistically, if we think about mine, it's just maybe because it's me. Maybe, you know I, mean? I don't know. Maybe. But it's just, it, I guess it's just conditioning, too. Like, you, you know, you grow up thinking one way, blah, blah. But that's everything. Though. That, yeah, that's true. Everything but I just think it's, I think it's fascinating. I think uh, I if it works, that's great. I mean, it, it, it seems does. to be working I, great. I think that people... Um, you, I think people take on what they can really handle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, a lot of men, you can't even handle, you can't handle your one <laughs> you can't woman. One, you right? can't handle your one woman. So I can see where, but I was raised by six sisters. I got women around me all the time. I know what to say and when not to say what to say. Right. So that's why I don't fall in those situations. You know what I mean? Right. It's not a, I'm not manipulative, so I don't live in a, what they what they saying R. Kelly lives in, mm-hmm. that world. I don't live in that world. I'm not 51 years old. So <laughs> right. internet, hey, I'm not 51. <laughs> see, this is not, there's no Beijing nah. in this, some beautiful guy. That's dope. Uh, Thanks, man. Sam, this is Sam. Me being beautiful, beautiful yeah, is dope. Of course. Anyway, no, no, no. But realistically, I think it's more. I think it's more of the mindset that I love friendship, and we became friends first, yeah. and then the world starts saying, "Y'all, this is girl. Do you have two girlfriends?" Because it's not. It's not traditional walking on a red carpet like that. Right. But if Prince did it. Nobody say nothing. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Prince somebody, you just got to. So you got. So I'm trying to match that hey. fly without being as exotic and close because I'm not, you know, a little guy. I'm a big guy. So right. for me to have on ruffles, it just would look weird. And <laughs> <laughs> like, the cave, like, y'all want to But but y'all keep pushing. Y'all gonna start getting that D-ray. You gonna start getting that flamboyant. You know what I'm saying? Start getting that. <laughs> y'all go out together. That Lenny stuff? Kravitz all the time. All the time. Yeah. All the, the time. Camaraderie is really good. We have fun. It's like this. Like I was with uh, me and Coco together yesterday. Uh, Karita's in Miami and she's modeling. And um, doing a great, great job on that. Coco's line is here, so she goes back and forth. She went and visited Karita not too long ago, mm-hmm. and we have a, a great relationship. Like me and Coco watched a movie yesterday, and we're chilling. I stood up, went, fixed me a little tequila, and I turned her and I said, "Hey, I'm flying this bad one out Friday." And she's like, "Oh yeah, who?" And it's Karita. I'm going to Jacksonville, so I'm flying Karita. Uh, I was like, okay, okay. "I was like, yeah, I got this bad one coming in." She's like, "Uh huh, I heard about her." Like, so it's like <laughs> it's, it's more comfortable than it is, nice. you know. And if the men start really acting right, gentlemen in the world, oh, men, yep. there would be no Listen multiplicity up. as far as relationships go. You'd be one man, one man, one good man, one good one all the time. But you don't act like that. So therefore, the good guys like myself have to take on all of the responsibilities of. The beautiful situation that y'all leave behind in heartbreak. Hey, okay. Not to mention the girls that come running back because y'all done messed up. And I got to re-explain that you are a good guy just going through something. So right. if you see a girl talking to me or texting me, I don't want her back, bro. I'm trying to help you out, okay? Right. And, and uh, D-Ray gives some excellent relationship advice on his IG. I so do. So go check that out. I do. <laughs> I want to talk real quick about Empire. Uh, how was your... Um, how was your experience working with, you know, Taraji and Lee Dan and all them? She's a beast, man. There's nothing like her. Yeah. There's nothing like her. I can't even think. Um, as far as, like, there's so many. They try to break break all of black Hollywood up by saying one person do one person do that. But there's so many talents out mm-hmm. here. Same thing. Like, when I see these women um, getting their shot and their shine, like yeah. like Regina coming out with the movie Little and all oh, that. Like, yeah. Well, she's been funny for so long. Mm-hmm. And by the way, Regina I seen Regina. Player. I seen Regina at the BET Awards, and I was a little tipsy, so I said to her, which I was, uh, we, we, she would come to my shows, and her and some those guys would come to my show, be mm-hmm. supportive and stuff. And I said to her, I said, Regina, I was like, man, people miss you, and the way it might sound to an actor is where you been. And I didn't mean it like that. I mean you, like how funny she is yeah, and how she let how she sure. be wild and just crazy. Like right. I didn't know what this is the first girl I seen act like that, and I'm not. 
I'm not hating on Tiffany Haddish at all. I'm saying Regina knocking down those doors when she was doing those scary movies. Mm, scary the, movies, the yeah. Way, the way she was willing to go there, yeah. nobody was that pretty going there. Right, as right. A, as, a, as a nobody, right. like, you know, willing to be ugly. Mm-hmm. She's willing to be, willing to go there, willing to be ugly. And I mean, like, and that and back to uh, who else? Not, not just Regina, the other girl, because they're going to say I'm missing these people. But Regina consistently yeah. in a, found a comfort zone in it. Right. Tiffany's beautiful, finding the comfort zone in it, willing to get, willing to get ugly with the yeah. conversation, and you don't see that. When I hear my sisters talking to me, beautiful, I'll be like, oh, like, <laughs> oh my God. Like, no man, on, I don't know no man who could sit quietly in a salon for right. an hour and a half. Yeah. A woman could sit quietly around yeah, men. That's true. I heard her. Kid, no man. Nah. 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 Not at all. I was, uh, <laughs> uh, I had to get out of there, man. I was sitting, and they couldn't see me, and they were talking to women, and I had to get out of there. Like, uh. women. Yeah, <laughs> that's why they want equality. <laughs> Speaking of empire, also, but but yes, we're working with Taraji, and I'm back to back shout, yeah. shout out again to Regina and all those, those people. But Taraji, once again, everything she gets and she deserves. I like to see people yeah. climbing up a ladder and and not being wavered by the wind and, and still going and going and going. So she's man, right? That's what she's rich. Saying. And and Jussie just got clear of all the charges and stuff. Yep. What, what did you think about that whole situation? Being from Chicago too. Once again, I was disappointed that uh, if this were a lie, that that's what they that's what he would say about my city because yeah. we already go through enough. Yeah, for you sure. You know what I'm saying? I don't for go sure. nobody city and disrespect nobody city ever. Right, you right, look right. at the history of it. Go look at anything I've ever said, any of my interviews. And this wasn't that I did a comedian. I'm talking about back in the day. Mm-hmm. I ain't never go like Atlanta ain't no right. Just because it's a whole city of people that don't even know you or don't even. So I felt like it just embodied every the, all the negative about us. So yeah. um, if he did it or not, got off. That's none of my. I mean, he got off. I've I've been clear. You know, what I'm saying I just stole some stuff and he said, <laughs> and then he said I didn't steal it. I was like, I can go. I can go. <laughs> oh, okay, I'm clear. I can go. I still got. I got the jeans on right now. I'm like, I can go. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, don't, don't no evidence. So. Um, <laughs> if his money did do it, or whoever money did it, or whatever got it done, it got it done. Yeah, because he realistic. I mean, he wasted some time. He really is. He ain't do nothing. Yeah, he ain't do nothing bad. For sure, he didn't do nothing bad. I don't think he did nothing bad. You beat yourself up. You ain't right. do nothing bad. Right. You know I what I mean? He didn't. That. He didn't blame nobody. Particularly, he said two. Well, I, I, I can see how white people would be mad. He said, "But two white people would be like, yeah. <laughs> black, black people always get mad like that. Why I got to be two black people that did it?" <laughs> The MAGA hats and all that. Yeah, yeah, all that. That was a lot. That was a lot. <laughs> that was I don't, a lot. I don't think they sell them hats in Chicago. <laughs> right. That's what I'm like. In Chicago, uh, yeah, come on. Yeah, no. Fine, no. <laughs> but yeah, he, he's man, he's talented though. End For of sure. the day. For sure. And, and let's say he is. He's maintained his innocence in the beginning. And let's say he's not innocent and he maintains the beginning. Man, he's a great actor. Great actor, right? Man. <laughs> well, I want to go into a lightning round of, of questions real quick with you. Just a little something fun. Uh, so, what's your favorite word? Favorite word? Yeah, I don't know. I have a lot of little slogans, but no favorite word. I don't have no, no favorite. favorite word. I have a lot of little sayings, but I think somebody got to say something. For, somebody got to say it to me. Say it. Yeah, oh, really? Yeah, you know what I mean. So like, what, what I got? What's, what's my favorite word, Ken? What do I say to you all the time? Got it. Got it. Get it. Got it. Okay. I always say that. I always say got it. I always say stuff like that or uh, uh, make sense. Okay. Make it make sense. Okay, make I always sense. say make it make sense. Okay. Uh, I can't think of it unless somebody says something to me, but it's, yeah. Was it, you have any uh, least favorite word, one that you don't like to say or like to hear? Trump. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> there you go. No, <laughs> least favorite word. Uh, uh, I don't like, I don't know. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. Okay. I guess okay is, yeah. Oh, uh, okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's never just okay with me. I'm like, you get it or not? You get uh, it or got it's you. okay. Like, got you. Right. Uncertainty there. Yeah. Uh, what's something that turns you on? No kidding. Throw your whole, throw your whole everything. All right, what the hell? You just, yeah, that's why you got two girls. You don't want them. Uh, uh, turn on as far as what you mean, like uh, with, with my get girls. Get you excited. Get you get you going. Uh, uh, promoting. Promoting. Um, yeah, promoting. Something getting done. Like getting that really gets me. Like really get amped. Like knowing I'm, I'm knowing I did something myself. Okay, that's dope. What's no, I'm saying, no, just knowing I got it done myself. I ain't gonna say do it myself because take a team to do everything. But I mean, like it's happening. Like my shows in Chicago, right, right, right. Going from two shows to one show to two shows to three shows, getting ready to do four shows. Like it's like the excitement of giving out 
being able to provide jobs to people, being able to provide money to people, being able to pay people right gotcha. away. I love that. I love I love when people are like, oh, you owe me. And I'm like, oh, give me a second. Did I not give it to you? Right. Give me two seconds. Like, I love that. Okay. I love being reminded about money I owe people and have it. <laughs> right, right. Rather than not have it. Right, and not you know have it. I mean, it, like, right. oh, you ain't paying me. Oh, oh, man, give me. All right, my father doing the other things. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I like that. Like, for sure, for sure. And real quickly, one of my favorites if heaven exists, what would you like God to say to you? Hmm. Because God do exist. You're saying if he does have heaven also. Yes. And if yeah, you, if you yeah. got there. Yeah, brother. <laughs> well, um, I don't know what I want God to say to me. I would love for God to, I don't want heaven to exist for him to talk to me. I'd rather him talk through me yeah. so I can be able to conversate oh, with people. That's a new one. I haven't heard that one before. Yeah. I, okay. I prefer that than, than, than me waiting. <laughs> and he might have been trying to tell me something. Right, right. You know what I mean? And I ignored true. it, and now I can't hear it. I can't really hear it. You got a lot, you got a lot to talk about. You got a lot of messages you got to reply to. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure right. his inbox is crazy. <laughs> so <laughs> Blowing up, I'd rather him speak through me, and I'll be able to give conversations. Because regardless of if I'm doing the right or wrong thing, I feel like I'm always good at giving advice and inspiration. Gotcha. I might, if I always tell people, even if I include myself, if so I'm not treating you right, include myself. You should move, remove yourself from it if you're not comfortable mm-hmm. with it. And that's what I want. I want to be, give me just, if you just give me a little bit more of those where I'm able to inspire people. Like, Right, right. Yeah. I, I, always, I always do it. With everybody around me, with it, I always say, get it. Well, go, what you waiting on? Go do it. What, what are you talking about? Like, right. how's this going? Like, get Why it. Why wait? Yeah. That's true. All right, cool. And I, while I'm waiting, though. <laughs> while I'm waiting, yeah. While hey. I'm while I'm waiting, while I'm hesitating, I'm telling right. people, "Why are you what are you waiting on? Get in shape." While I'm sitting there eating a burger, what are you doing? <laughs> don't be drunk. Well, I got a fifer. <laughs> but I like the fact. Maybe some, sometimes people hear, you know, it's, it's your job to do that. And you you want to you want to hear it. So maybe that's right. pretty much it, though. Okay, for sure. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. Appreciate for having me on it's... Mixed Hollywood Live. No, <laughs> Thanks, <all right. laughs> Thanks for having it inside the Black Actor Studio. Uh, go ahead and tell everyone where they can find you, and then you also. Uh, I'll be tour, stripping right? this week at um, what's the strip club called? <laughs> no, I'm on, I'm on tour right now. Make sure you check out D Ray Davis on tour. Um, I'm trying to shoot my next special, Love Hates Me, real soon. But if you see me come to your city, come see me. If you can't afford to see me, then find something funny in that day. Regardless of what's going on in your life, find somebody you think is funny or something you want to make yourself laugh because you definitely deserve that. And um, that's it, man. Yeah, Enjoy where, yourself. Let, you on let, social media? Uh, at D Ray Davis. D E R A Y D A V I S. No one wants to be like me because my, my credit is iffy. <laughs> All right? And remember, let no one's process stop your progress. Let's get it. I love that. Thank you so much for watching, guys. It's your boy Danny Royce here inside the Black Actor Studio. Music nice. We'll see you next week. Same place, same Freestyle. time. Have a good weekend, guys. Yo, dumb about, <laughs> man. Next time. Hey, hey. On behalf of our BHL staff, we would like to thank you for tuning in to Black Hollywood Live, the world's first digital broadcast network devoted entirely to urban entertainment and pop culture. Check out our Black Hollywood Live YouTube page for even more great programming and amazing content. And be sure to subscribe and like our channel when you do. I'm your BHL host, Nakia Monet, and you can find me on all social media at Kiki Boom Boom or at Black Hollywood Live. Black Hollywood Live. Hollywood redefined. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.